Imagine sitting in your room with a camera on you, microphones turned on, and strangers observing you from afar while collecting your personal data and demanding you sit there without moving. I mean, sounds like a crazy dystopia, but it's actually how we might give our finals this year. And more on this in our show today, The Backbenchers. With us, we have me, obviously, Nilavira Charji, Nizar Haider, Amira Rahman, and Muhammad Zaimi. So, Corona is going on. It's been three months now. And we've been in a peculiar stage of uncertainty in our lives. We've been locked up in our home. We've been compelled to stay inside and even though we're it's out of our hands we've we've tried to make the most of it and we've had a lot of changes in the last few months changes in our day-to-day lives changes in our education changes in our and how we see the world in general and looking at everything looking around what's going on in the world looking around what steps different countries have taken to to make our lives like more adjustable to the situation when we look at let's say for our as students as students the main thing is education and the covid-19 has the lockdown due to covid-19 has has changed the way we think about education completely the online classes i mean it took a while it took a while to get adjusted to it it took a while to get a get a hang of it but once you did once you did a lot of people still couldn't understand anything a lot of people still hated online classes online classes to me are i really don't like, for myself personally i don't understand anything in online classes and i think i can say that for like a lot of people a lot of my friends online classes generally requires requires a special type of focus i feel like you have to focus more during your online classes than you have to focus in your actual class you know it's harder online classes are actually harder to attend than your regular classes for some reason cuz you wake up from your bed this is how one of my online classes went i had a class at 8 am i put an alarm for 7:50 i was in my bed i wake up i see the class going on i put it up and reduce the sound and went back to sleep as a lot of us have done before and are still doing <coughs> but yeah it's an experience it's an experience that that i that i've been trying to get used to and till now it it didn't go that well but for us for us even though this is a new experience i'm really i'm really happy the way that the universities have actually dealt with the situation even though online classes i'm 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 completely against online classes i feel like we don't have much of an option we feel like that online classes what else would you do would you drop a semester like in a lot of european countries uh in the uk they dropped the semester the whole semester they just dropped it i have like friends in the uk and they're like yeah we we have to go back home 
because the situation here is really really bad but in malaysia thankfully the the case the cases are actually in co- under control covid is under control and i think the online classes and the and what the whatever steps whatever steps the government took here actually helped to reduce the spread of the infection anyways t- coming back to online classes as i was saying online classes even though they are really not that helpful for a lot of students they still work but one thing um i don't think i don't see working is online exams online exams are are, are it's difficult it's difficult when you when you think about it because when when the teacher when the teacher the teacher even the teacher is new to this the professors are very new to this situ- uh, to this online class thing so they're doing their best they're doing their best i'm not blaming the teachers i'm not blaming the universities they're doing they're trying their best but online uh, online exams on the other hand i don't see that working out to be honest because already a lot of students are not interested in what they're doing a lot of students have just given up on this semester completely they're just like uh, i want to be done with this i don't want to i don't want to go forward a lot of students have dropped and nizar here dropped as well my friend yeah so lucky you i'm really uh, really man good for you that you dropped cuz i don't i don't see a point here actually i'm not learning anything and the online test i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure we are going to we're probably going to going to flunk like i'm pretty sure a lot of us are going to flunk the test because we didn't learn anything and if the teachers are kind enough if i can say that if i'm allowed to say that if the teachers can be kind enough i don't think we have to worry i don't think i have to uh, we have to worry because i think the teachers will understand that uh, even we're trying our best we're trying what however we can to get through this and uh, i'm trying to get through this i'm trying to get through this uh, this uh, this nuisance i guess this nuisance and uh, i'm coping up with it as much as i can as i said before guys i have uh, Nid- uh, nizar nizar <laughs> sorry I, i messed up your name man uh we have nizar in our room uh, and nizar how was how was your covid well um that's not the only thing computer science students mess up in the world they also take our jobs so i just have to keep saying that i don't know why now uh yes i did drop my semester niloy it was one of the best decisions i've taken over a long period of my life Yeah, and it's refreshing, you know, not having to focus on your problems by getting rid of your problems. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll have to admit that UTM did play a major role in this uh because I dropped it from their university, but it's, it's not that it's not that reason. It's that my academic advisor actually helped me out in dropping my semester. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He was like, "Hey, you know what? Why are you dropping?" And I gave him a list of reasons and then he's like, "Okay, that's it." He didn't inquire further, which I really liked. So he kind of understood the situation we were in but uh yeah dropping my semester has uh, enabled me to look into places uh, or pursue things that I've always been interested in uh in that sense yeah 
it's one of the best decisions I've taken so far uh, with regards to online classes and exams. Hopefully, uh, for the students that have not dropped their semester as of yet, I hope it gets easier for them. Uh, yeah, I guess that's that's all on my take. Okay, so yeah, the situation is actually getting getting pretty pretty darn bad. Everything was fine until the online exams. Like w- when we first heard about the online, oh, weren't we all worried? We were worried, like, how will this actually play out? And how the universities will actually go forward. Remember you told me about uh, something about Proctorio? Or Proctorio, was it? Uh, And how it might... It's a third-party application, uh, as far as I remember. And uh, apparently, they might abuse our personal data. And uh, Nizar, like, tell me more about this. Tell us more about this. Yes, Niloy. Uh, a lot of universities around the world are taking up uh, third-party applications such as Proctorio or ProctorU to, um, you, you know, look over their online exams. And uh, the, re- the, the main reason being the overwhelming number of students that they have as uh, compared to Malaysia. They have a lot of students, so they can't really have their professors to look over a bunch of them, which is really inefficient. So they have to turn over to third-party applications such as the ones I mentioned. Now, if we focus, let's, okay, let's just start in the U.S. Um, in the U.S., you have the colleges there. They have taken it up uh, way before any other college around the world. Uh, because he, here's the thing, online proctoring has been there for a long time. It's th- th- It didn't start when the pandemic just kicked in. It, it used to be there, but it, didn't, it wasn't as uh, accepted as it is now, obviously, because people don't have much of a choice. So... Uh, <laughs> These applications or these companies, um, how they work is they have the student buy a package. If I'm not mistaken, it's a hundred dollars for a lifetime deal, or fifteen dollars per student, which is paid by the university. So uh, the student have to purchase it from their end, along with a stable internet connection. Emphasis on the word stable. So now this is in the U.S. Now this is how it works: you buy it, you purchase it, you do your exams on their application. Now, as for the data, okay, before I go into what they collect, let me go around the world. So I've talked about the U.S. I've talked about them accepting this. Now, let me walk over to, um, say, Australia. Over there, Monash is planning to have 80% of its uh, classes online, which is okay, but we, we're focusing on online exams. And that's something they also are turning to. Uh, by turning to, I mean they're turning to ProctorU. So again, third-party applications. And uh, the University of Queensland as well in Australia, they as well have turned to that. Now, the students have revolted, have said, you know what, we've had enough of this. We've had enough of you invading our privacy, according to, to them, it, that, that is. And uh, yeah, I think that's for Australia. Now, if I'm not mistaken, from the Dutch news I read, the, art, the article said that even the Netherlands has also uh, University of Tilburg has accepted ProctorU as well. So as like the point I'm trying to make here is that a lot of universities around the world have taken it up already. And it's only about time before Malaysia does the same too. Um, okay, now that I've said that, um, what exactly do they collect? Now, uh, to answer this, the Washington Post has a re- reported on some of the features that they collect. Uh, sorry, some of the information that they collect on students. 
Let's start with it. Okay, they've said that some solutions use human proctors while others rely on softwares. In most cases, however, they require access to some combination of the student's webcam, microphone, screen, and browser. Some even use biometrics such as facial recognition as well as eye tracking and artificial intelligence to positively identify students and monitor suspicious behavior. So it even goes on to say that, you, you know, they even proctor your entire room, they monitor the screen, collect their browsing and search histories, uh, they monitor, they they even monitor your keystrokes and mouse clicks, which is crazy. Okay, it's a set of features. But by the way, by, this is an article written by Forbes, okay? So this is a cybersecurity specialist. He's written that, he stated that this set of features, they border uh, on what might be called spyware in the cybersecurity world. He stated that on the article. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll link that, I guess, in the podcast. Okay, um, now, Niloy, this uh, amount of data that they collect, Okay, by these third-party applications. Now, why do we feel invaded? Okay, people collect data all the time. The government collects it. Um, your your Facebook collects it. All these all these major applications you use collect your data every single day. Uh, so I'm not saying that they collect as much data as Proctor does, but why are we concerned now than ever before? Now, here's the thing. It's not that we shouldn't be. It's a good thing that we've started it now at least. But the major reason we're really concerned is because not uh, not because of what they take, but because of who takes it, honestly. Because if it was UTM, say, for example, uh, your views on this might be different. But mine for, for this per se, if it was UTM, I'm pretty sure the UTM students must have said a few things like I feel invaded, but they wouldn't go so far as to, you know, sue them or anything. But the universities uh, around the world, especially the countries that I mentioned, they are really going against it because of it being third party applications literally and uh, they're afraid that these part uh, these applications these companies might take the data sell them now in their privacy policy statement they did state that they don't sell it okay however in a letter issued by uh, U, uh, UCSB the University of uh, California Santa Barbara they have uh, wrote a letter to the faculty stating that in the case of uh, bankruptcy bankruptcy uh, the company can sell the data what they can sell their data. Now, uh, of course, uh, this is uh, something that they've said. I've searched myself in the privacy policy page, but I couldn't find. Uh, however, I'll link the letter down in the description in, in the podcast below. So yeah, this is something that we're looking forward to, Niloy. It's dangerous and uh, sooner or later, it could come to Malaysia. And we need to be prepared. We take the, we try to make a difference now. Otherwise, it might be too late. Like, after they've implemented it, it could be a problem. But as of now, there are no third-party application, as as far as I'm concerned, in Malaysia, like companies that are established. Okay, so that's uh, that's my take on it. Now, when you talk about Malaysia, right, the main problem, the reason I think Proctorio won't be, won't be a concern in Malaysia or concern in the u- university we are in right now, that there are students, there are students that don't have a stable internet connection as you said you need a stable internet connection to run proctorio but i doubt it man even here i'm in johor and even here it is hard for us to to get the get a good internet signal in my apartment it's really hard to get a good internet signal here so i don't see it i don't really see it working in malaysia but even if it did work even if it did work the privacy concern are like very very scary man think about it a third party a third party 
let's say a company a company is allowed to sell your personal data i don't care i don't care what it is used for i still feel like it's a huge huge breach of privacy and the fact that the students actually revolted in the us seems like pretty it's a it's a, a pretty clear sign of the thing actually not working right if it did work if it did work I, we wouldn't see a bunch of people actually going against the system going against the application on this period of time like really don't they have anything better to do now my concern here is really think about it an underage an underage guy or an underage girl logs into the account and anything their data can be sold by the company now you can imagine what they might do with that you can imagine like really are you are you going to trust the company are you going to trust the company wholeheartedly to not sell your data i mean if they go bankrupt obviously they'll choose they'll choose to sell your data over your privacy they'll obviously prefer their money over that and who is to say who is to say the webcam can't be hacked can the company give us that guarantee can the company actually provide us with an insurance that no your data is protected completely we won't be selling it to any any third party and your data will be kept secured and it will be uh it will be deleted when you leave the account if they can give us that guarantee then we can actually think about it but until now like we don't see that right we don't see that and coming to malaysia coming to malaysia uh as i said it's it's i don't see it happening in malaysia really cuz even online exams are really hard to give trust me if i have to stream anything it it takes a while <laughs> it takes a while so a lot of us i think a lot of us even in your apartment you don't get good signals right you don't get that good reception so see like it's the same for a lot of people and uh if they want to bring proctorio i think they should provide us with a good internet connection first don't you think that so yeah when it comes to that i don't i i'm not that gravely concerned about proctorio coming to malaysia but on the on the on the topic of the data and the privacy issue holy holy hell i'm 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 very 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 concerned about that it's 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 actually scary it's actually something people should be really concerned about maybe you don't you don't see your, uh, you don't see the use of your data now but 10 years from now as i said 10 years or 5 years from now the these this data will be actually valuable they might use it any way they want and they will have the access to your browser as well right so they get your internet history that's there too <laughs> that's there too come on and uh, like none of us none of us actually want that none of us actually want that to happen and we don't think it will be a it will be a good step to take honestly like are you are you that concerned about like it coming to malaysia as i said like uh, i don't think it it's going to happen 
in Malaysia anytime soon. But what are your thoughts on that? As of now, uh, wait, I should have stated this earlier. Wait, I think I did. Which one? I dropped my semester, so oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm the oh. last. I'm the last. You're the last person. But still, I want to know, man. I actually want to know. I actually want to know what. Uh, cut this. <laughs> cut this. You, cut man. this, cut this, cut this. Which part can we use? You, you just made this so much out of me. <laughs> It went fine. Are we back? Yeah. <coughs> so we just had a bit of a kerfuffle. And yeah, I was saying, uh, I was asking you, Nazar. So, are you really that concerned about uh, Proctorio coming to Malaysia? Another thing I didn't mention, it's $15. $15? <laughs> I'm not going to pay $15. <laughs> no way I'm going to pay $15. If the uni pays for me, I can think about it, but I'm not paying $15 out of my own pocket for this. No way. And violating my data and everything, violating my privacy and I have to pay on top of that. No thank you. <laughs> so, what do you think, man? Man, when you put it like that, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> okay, um we focus a lot on a lot of things, but um as for how okay currently malaysia yes we do it's not something that we need to be concerned as of now when i'm talking about proctorio we don't need to be concerned about proctorio but we need to be concerned about the fact that proctorio could become something in malaysia anytime soon in the in the near future okay as of now what is malaysia doing though like what are the universities in malaysia how how are they handling this i think they're just using the local staff they they're using normal uh facilities like zoom they they're using webex applications to uh monitor our actions they're even uh i think the the furthest extent to go to is having remote control but they still do uh have access to your browser's history and uh and not your search history your browser's history that's that that's as far as they go and if they record you they will notify you verbally if they if they suspect uh you know suspicious behavior so this these are the extents that utm Uh, in particular goes to i'm not sure about the other u- other universities but yeah that's as far as they go to now but here's the thing niloy we might not care about it now but it's something we need to be concerned about in the near future with that i'll yeah. end mine yeah we do man like in a few years data will be so so important your personal data might not look like something important right now but give it a few years I guarantee you if you if you take this if you don't take this into concern if you don't take your privacy into into concern you will you will like regret it in the future and but for now for now the people that are here the people that are in Malaysia I don't think we have to worry about such uh, such a extreme step let's say for now maybe in the future but I think the universities have a good in mind and they might uh, they might bring bring up the issue and do something about it until then we can just stay relaxed and just fight through this pandemic fight through this covid and stay safe stay humble and just stay vibing I guess and with that I'll end our show for today thank you guys and See you next week.